Hey guys, my name is Marcelo Inestroza, and I am the host and the creator of the Red Wall Podcast, a podcast about love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. On top of all that, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled person. Also, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled screenplay writer. So why don't y'all come on and join me on my podcast mission of glory. All right, guys, hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome to the newest edition of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host, per usual. My name is Marcelo Inestroza, and welcome to episode 13, entitled Margie. Alright guys, so this week's episode is going to be a little bit more personal than last week's episode, in that I'm going to discuss the... Uh, the relationship that I had with my adopted mother, uh, and, 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 not, excuse me, not my adopted mother, uh, the mother that gave birth to me, and how I remember her from the early stages of my life to what happened when she came back into my life about 10 years later, um, and that whole paradigm shift. Okay, now, here's the thing. Uh, According to family lore, my father met my uh, birth mother at a disco one night. And they hooked it up and they started dating. And eventually, uh, they found their way to sleeping together. And that was that. And then, like, six or seven months later... My adoptive mother, you know, was feeling really badly. She she was having, you know, bouts of, uh, mo- you know, throwing up, sickness and everything. And she, she wasn't just feeling, uh, she wasn't feeling great at all. So her mother uh, ended up taking her to the doctor. And to my mother's, to my adoptive mother's, I mean, why do I keep saying adoptive? To my birth mother's surprise... She was, uh, I believe, she she was pregnant with me. Now I don't I don't know how many months pregnant she was when she knew that she. I don't know how much pregnant she had been to the point where uh, she got sick of it and she went to the doctor to find out uh, what was happening. I don't know how for you know how uh, how long she had been pregnant up to that point. But she had no idea, and she was kind of treating her body up to that point. She was kind of treating her body like an amusement, like an amusement park. She was smoking. She was not eating healthy. She was not taking nutri- nutritious vitamins or what have you. Now, I don't know this. Uh, I don't know this as fact. All of the, all the stuff that I'm telling you right now is stuff that I've been told uh, because obviously I wasn't there. Obviously. I was, you know, just being conceived. And as a result of my mother's uh, malnutrition and as a result of my adoptive mother's, uh, as a result of her not taking care of my, as a result of her not taking care of her body during the pregnancy, I was born, I believe, three months early. Now, here's the kicker. 
I was born three months early, but I was born completely normal. I was born completely normal, like any, any you know, snow Joe off the street. And a couple hours into my life, uh, a blood vessel burst in my brain. Um, and as a result, that took undeveloped sections of the left side of my brain and flushed the, you know, and, and, and sort of, it sort of flushed it, uh, uh, you know, somewhere in the multitude, uh, uh, how do I explain this? So basically, a blood vessel in my brain went pop, which affected the entire uh, right side of my body. And the doctor who was treating me at that point and who delivered me sat down with my parents uh, my sat down with my dad and my adopted mom, and he said, "Listen, um, there is a chance that your son is going to be one hundred percent retarded." Um, so first of all, I don't understand why he said it like that. I don't understand why he was so bracing, and I don't understand where the fuck he got that idea. Because if I was one hundred percent retarded, there was there is no way in fucking hell that I would be speaking to you right now. So fuck him for writing me off, uh, you know, in the very early stages of my life. So fuck him for that. But uh, guess what? I'm not retarded. I'm right here. So yeah. Um, so after my after my birth mother heard that, she was really distraught, and I guess she couldn't take the pressure of being an 18 year old mom. So she spoke to my dad, and she decided to. She decided that she wasn't ready to be a, a mother and she left me. And she left me in the charge of my dad's grandparents who would be the ones that raised me. And I don't know what it would have been like to live with my mom. I, 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 I don't know if I would still be... The, well, I, I know for pretty fucking sure that I wouldn't be the person I am today. But I am really grateful and really happy that I ended up where I ended up because... um. My grandparents uh, really took care of me from day one. I mean, they brought me home in a fucking shoebox. So um, I am really grateful for everything that I've had in my life and for everything that my grandparents, you know, uh, did for me, all the therapy that they gave me, all the operations that I've gone through, all the doctors that I've seen that have given me the ability to walk and maneuver with this with difficulty, but... Maneuver, maneuver uh, around, nonetheless. Nonetheless, so I'm very, very grateful to everybody who helped me, who who helped me in uh, the earlier portions of my life to make my life uh, a little easier. I mean, it's still really difficult to do certain things, but uh, not as difficult, not as difficult as it would have been if these people didn't um, didn't help me. In the way that they did in the early part of my life. Now, I don't, I don't blame my mother for being an absent mother or for after having me saying, "Listen, I can't deal," and there's things I want to do in my life, and I can't deal with this, and I, and I'm just out. I don't, I don't blame her because there are certain people in my family who just, you know, hate her for what she did and hate her for the fact that she left me and hate her for the fact that she didn't stick around. 
and raised me uh, as a mother should. But my mother really never had the motherly kinship sort of relationship thing. So she was never, you know, down for the mothering part of thing. I'm sure she was down for the sex, like any like any living, breathing person would be. I mean, who who wouldn't want to have sex? So, uh, uh, so I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, that part didn't bother her, but I don't think that she really understood uh, what it what it meant to raise a kid who had a disability. And, and I was, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure she was ready for that. So I don't blame her, but you know, she did what she did and, and that's it. And I ended up where I ended up. And to be honest, I, I ended up uh, benefit, benefiting from the deal because if I didn't end up here, God knows uh, what kind of person I would be today. And God knows what kind of condition I would be in today. So there's that. Around, uh, you know, um, around like 10 years ago, um, my mother reached out to my Facebook account thinking that I was my father. And when she discovered that I was her son, we for a brief time reconnected where she came to visit me. She came to take stock of my life. And yeah, we had fun for a while. But after a conversation we had one night, she really backed off and she really became disillusioned with the kind of person that I was and everything that I couldn't do and everything that you know I, I I wasn't taught and everything she really became disappointed and she really began she questioned me like okay you can't read very well you can't do math very well you can't do this very well you can't do that very well so what the fuck are you gonna do with your life so um to be honest that really insulted me and that really made me work hard on the things that I can't do that, that I couldn't do very well at that point in my life and I've worked on that since that conversation that happened 10 years ago. And I, you know, granted, I'm not, I'm not, you know, the best, you know, X this or the best X that now, but I'm better than I was. And I have improved myself, not to the point where I can do everything, but I can pretty much get by, you know. Um, and the fact that I'm a podcaster and I'm a YouTube, you know, I'm a YouTuber and I'm a screenplay writer, you know, despite all those difficult, all those difficulties that I have in those areas that I mentioned, I think that if my mother was around today, she would be somewhat proud of me. I don't know what she would say to all those things that I can do now, but I imagine that she would be somewhat impressed. Look, I'm not, I'm not looking to reconnect with my mom. I, 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 I don't want anything from her. I don't wish anything. I, I don't wish her any ill. But wherever she is, I just hope that she's okay and uh, she's doing well. I mean, I hope she's not dead. I, I would, I would think that if she died, somebody from her family would contact me and let me know that she died and let me know how she died. I mean, who knows? Maybe I have a brother. Maybe I have a couple brothers. Or hell, maybe I even have a. Uh, a little sister or a big sister, you know, I, I would love to have siblings, you know, um, but that seems to be unlikely because of the fact that I remember when my mom came back 10 years ago, she said to me, listen, you're my only kid and you're the only kid I'm ever going to have. I'm not going to have any more kids because I, I didn't have a great experience having you. So I don't want to have any more kids. So you're it. So I, I highly doubt that her mind was changed on that issue. Um, yeah, so there's a little bit in there. There's a little bit 
there's a little more insight into my life and and uh, how I became disabled and what happened after that and what happened when I reconnected with my mother over 10 years ago. Um, all right, guys. So I think that does it for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast, episode 13, entitled Margie. Do me a favor, guys, the comments below if you're watching this on the replay on the YouTube channel. In the comments below, let me know if you've ever connected, uh, reconnected with your mom or reconnected with any of your long-lost siblings. And how did that go? Did that go like you thought it was? Or did, did that go like you thought it was going to go? Or did that go in a way that kind of made you uncomfortable? And what did you experience uh, in that reconnection? What did they say? What did you say? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Please let me know down in the comments if you're comfortable. And if you like this video, uh, please give it a like. And why not go back and check out some of the earlier episodes of the podcast in this very uh, same playlist that you found on my channel. And if you like those, why not go a little bit further into my channel and check out some of the other videos that I have. If you like those... Uh, I would strongly, you know, urge you to subscribe for more awesome introspective content and geeky content like this. But as always, I've been your host. My name is Marcelo Inostroza. Thank you so much for listening. But until next time, as always, I'll see you when I see you.